0: Drop that knowledge on me. I could not make this up. With Kev Nash.
1: Oh, I could leave, I could leave, I leave. DJ,
0: e. Killer Kid, Fouse, and A.
2: Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up.
0: The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy. Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is
2: ludicrous. It's the big boss Rick Rouse. What up, it's your boy Young G's, this is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT? I couldn't make the shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lacked the talent to make this shit up.
0: Here's Kev Nash, of DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. the Bengals lose you're not gonna wear no hat correct
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's off correct the rip, ripping the band-aid off you can't make this a podcast Kev Nash
1: DJ killer Kev hey Dizzle
2: episode
1: <laughs> uh I forget I'm not in a good mood Aww.
2: uh Aww. hold on
1: it's episode 313
2: 313 Sad. Shouts out to Detroit. Shouts out to Detroit. Three one three.
1: They had a good game too.
2: Facts, facts, fellas. How was the week? I got to shout out, Dizzle. You know, he throwing jazz. I was coming with peace
1: and love today. <laughs> um, I had a I had a wonderful wedding that I had to go back into my notes to figure out where this inquiry came from, and it was uh the, was person, the person, the person, the note said I contacted, I got your contact from Adrian White. So I only know one Adrian White. You know Government.
0: What? I saw <laughs> that you was like, yo, appreciate it. And I'm looking, I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so it, they kind of just hit me up, and I was like, I-, I guess I threw it your way. I didn't know.
1: I- yeah. I thought, I thought you might have known them. They like they was about your age. Um Kaleem Abdullah and Amiris Glanton, I think was the names. I have no idea who those We're putting are. all the governments out today on the podcast. <laughs> But, uh, no, I had a, I had a wonderful wedding on Saturday. Um, they were super turned at, uh, well, really I had just a reception. They got married in a different location. Now, downtown, y'all know had Lakeside going on. Yep. Had the Hispanic Fest going on. Man, I got down there. I was supposed to be playing music by 5.30. And I plan for this, so I'm like, I'm going to get down there about 4 o'clock so I can hunt for a meter, figure all this out. I got the last meter in front of the White House downtown. That, I love the venue, but the parking's a little tough, especially as a DJ. So if you don't get one of them front meters, you are lugging and having to sweat. So um, I got real lucky in that regard, but a super nice event Saturday. Um, Friday, um, I went to Old School Groove Night, Um me and the wife got an invite to a birthday party, and they were guests at my birthday party. So I got a feeling that I'm be going to a lot of people's things over the next couple of years that came to my <laughs> thing. And this is one of them that I had to make sure I show face at because they're super supportive in my life and what I do. So um we stopped over there. She had some food in the corner, so we got us a little plate um had us a couple drinks and then we had to go pick up our daughter from band so we had to cut the night short but we definitely st- stepped out for about an hour hour and a half I had a good time with them Friday and then Sunday man I watched the AFC North get their ass kicked that's what <laughs> Facts. the whole division looked pretty scarce out there so Sunday was uh aside from work I work on most Sundays so um i not be getting home till like two o'clock so I missed the first little bit I see Dallas is up early. I come home, get right to drinking cuz I, I can tell what it's about to be and uh watch the rest of that debacle, but uh that was my week aside from work, man. And then uh next week I got a wedding coming up, so I'm getting ready for that and then black ties in a couple weeks. So yeah. It's uh, it's killer season.
2: Yeah, man. What's
0: up? What, what about you? Shit, man. I was just uh talking to my wife about this. I think this may be my uh my best summer this this has by far been the funnest most active productive like everything that it could and should be has been mm-hmm. this summer mm-hmm. man nice. uh last what did i do So oh, you camping. went go-
1: and golfing don't forget
0: the golfing was the cherry on top but <laughs> I've, I've never been camping before nice uh my wife's family does it every year um I know the last time we went was maybe two, three years ago, and we didn't stay the night. We got there in the daytime, did camping activities, and then we left. So this year, I'm like, man, we got to get out there. Yeah, Yes.
1: <laughs> so, so so for those that don't know on this pod, because we are a podcast, um, I am mixed, and my mother is white. So I have done a <laughs> lot of camping, and I want to know, are you camping in a camper? Are you camping in a tent? What type of camping are we talking about?
0: We are talking. So it's at Deer Creek State Park. I think it's like somewhere going towards Columbus. Correct. A they have
1: huge, it's a nice have, park. They, there? they got they got the, got the waterfall where you can go down like the on like the tubes, but it's like a creek. But I it's like that. people be tubing out there, like oh, not like not like cabruing, but it, it's like a a soft creek that people just get their little tubes out and just do something something to do while you are camping. But uh, my family goes out there quite. That's the it's Amish. People around there, like around, you didn't see that
0: either? I ain't see that.
1: So maybe it's a different part, but the one I'm talking about, it has Amish people around town and we went out there and had dinner in town at the Amish place and the whole shebang. So it'd be funny. I'm not cutting you off, but I gotta share this nice. Thing. It'd be yeah. funny when me and my stepdad that are black go camping with my mom's family that is all white. The Amish people think we the bus drivers <laughs> and, and they not even being, they're not even being they're not even being like funny or trying to be silly. Like they just, their mentality you knows a little different. They they come from a different time and space, so they always ask, "Can they see the bus?" And they would love to just take a second to see the bus, and it'd be <laughs> crazy. It'd be crazy. <laughs> wow.
0: Crazy. But now we uh intense. We we were intense. We didn't have a camper, but the tents that they had was like multi room. It had like a lounge area where it's open in the middle they had carpets down and then it was a three bedroom tent nice so that, that shit was pretty cool you know the whole the whole camping shebang man s'mores campfire went on a hike we took our dog and then um my wife's little brother also brought his dog so we took them hiking went to the creek The dogs you said, running and jumping and playing in the water yeah
1: so you said dogs but you got multiple dogs so you just chose one
0: we just pick one. Nah, we're oh, not all. Bringing... <laughs> that's how I be.
1: <laughs> we're, not, we're
0: not bringing three huge dogs. That's that's not, we can't even enjoy ourselves.
2: Yeah. I have questions now. <laughs> so, it's my understanding that pet people treat their animals as if they were their children, right? Yeah. Okay, baby. so, Killer, you have yeah. children. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so how many dogs you got? I got three. Have you you ever taken a family trip without one of your kids? Uh,
1: No, I don't think I've done that. I've gone on my own trips without my kids, but a uh, quote-unquote family trip kind of took all five of us.
2: Yeah, a Stanford vacation requires all the Stanfords, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Correct, correct. So
2: I would imagine a Dizzle vacation requires all of the Dizzles.
0: Yeah, a dog is in the cat, yo. Nah, bro. These three dogs are a handful in the house. We got a fence, and they are handful in the backyard. It's so many. But just fucking...
2: taking one. Yeah. So who's on the best behavior? <laughs>
0: uh, no. We took the one that has. This is. We took our youngest. Our oldest dog has been to a cabin before. The oldest have been Cabruin. Like we make sure all of them get a little bit of experience to see how they how they would like it, and we can tell their personalities and know which one would enjoy it the most. So that's how we decided strategically. So if, based
1: off the activity as to
0: which dog goes, if they come in at all. So, gotcha. yeah, and we are trying to do a a cabin trip where we do bring all three, but Ooh. this wasn't about to be that. It's a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of kids, a lot of other dogs. And we, our dogs are huge, so we really gotta be on guard when other people are going by, cause our dog be growling, trying to sprint after them. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's work. It is yeah. work. Um, but not. Nah, and right. as you know, Killer, there's a golf course on the campsite. Like, it's gonna be right around the corner as soon as you bust, bust to the main road. The golf course is right there. It wasn't a lot of people out there. It might've been maybe four other people. Throughout the whole golf course plan. Um, so we definitely got out there Saturday, uh, before the old state game was still looking all right, you know? Yeah. You know, I saw you went from the sevens to the vans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I probably won't be out there in Jordans, especially if it's early in the morning.
1: <laughs> those, those, those shoes got pretty grassy, weren't they? Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit. I had to wipe yeah. them down. I had to wipe them down. Um, but yeah, man fantastic trip, got entirely too drunk both nights, slept amazing outside. uh, I ain't gonna say it's the best sleep I got, but I was surprised by how I was able to just fall asleep and then stay asleep. didn't have to get up not once in the middle of the night, woke up, no hangover, it was like it was ideal drunkness, so <laughs> come back, got a closing tomorrow. So life is good, man. Nice, nice.
2: nice, nice. nice. Uh speaking of Chip, camp how was your week? Speaking of the camp shit, I haven't been camping since I was probably like ooh, maybe 19 years old, Camp Forbes in Cleveland, Ohio. That's the last time I've been to a camp and stayed overnight. Nigga, y'all never. Never. Okay. <laughs> the uh the the camping is probably not my bag. Probably not about a bag. But I, you know what? Me and my wife have talked about going down to, uh, what's that down in Tennessee? Pigeon Forge.
1: Yeah, Gallenberg, Pigeon Forge. Gallenberg.
2: We talked about doing that potentially. So we'll start now, off with something like that. You'll like that because you can get a, the cabin of
1: your taste. You can get a cabin that's player. You can get a cabin that's camping. You can get anything in between. You can get one like a mansion.
2: Play like a player.
1: The activities around town—you can, you can, you can get lost in just walking around doing shit. Good food—it's just—it's a nice weekend to some to do something with your lady. And so moonshine. I'm, I'm about to say, go, get go the down together. To we did that distillery thing where you sit around and you listen to them talk about it and you try different ones and then For by the time. Free. For the free, yeah, mm? yeah, yeah. It's our whole group. We went on a on a couple's trip, like seven, eight couples, and we all had our walking around doing shit like that. But we did a free distillery, and we probably spent a thousand dollars in there as a group after the distillery because we all had a little taste of what it was. It was a little faded, and everybody wanted to buy their favorites. And we was in there just randomly, just stopped, and it was just that kind of weekend.
2: So. Okay, okay. Let me write that down. Write that down. <laughs> As for me, my week consisted of three major things. One major thing is this. The wife, shouts out to the wife, she listens to the pod, and she brought to my attention that I have a new crutch word. My former crutch word was man. I would say man after every transition, basically. <laughs> my new catch phrase or transition word or crutch word is everything like that. So I listened back to the pod and the last two pods were super dope and super funny, by the way. But once that was brought Uh, to my attention, once that was brought to my attention, that's all I heard. So (laughs) one of the things that I learned is when you write down your crutch word and put it up near your face, you see it. So you try, so I'm trying to look at it so I can try not to say say said crutch word.
0: What are they again?
2: Man was huge, uh, uh, in the beginning of the pod and everything like that has become my new catch, uh, crutch, crutch phrase that I've been using lately. So I'm trying not to say that. That's why I'm stuttering mm. so much because I can, feel, <laughs> I can feel myself wanting to say it. So I'm trying my best not to do it. So I've been working on that this week. Another thing I've been working on, lots of work going on. We have a new operations manager at the station. Cool dude, learning a lot from him, but what a new boss in town. He has lots of new ideas, and one of those new ideas is bringing niggas back to the office. Yeah, so he he hasn't quote unquote done that yet. I'm there all the time anyway, so it really doesn't matter to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm probably now that he's been there, I'll probably get there maybe 30, 40 minutes earlier than I would normally get there, so it's not really a big deal, but just to see people and activity in the building again is a little weird you know normally early early days of the pandemic it was really just me kenner and our business manager and our old general manager in there and then you know over time like basically people will be coming in and out in and out but now to be in there and to have like basically two other people in there all the time too it is weird now we got more people coming in and out because you know a new boss people want to show face and like yeah i I've been here the whole time, nigga. No, you haven't. Yeah. You're lying. So right. that, that's definitely been an adjustment for myself uh, because I haven't been used to being around a whole bunch of people. Like when I know that I'm going to be around a bunch of people, these are planned activities, like uh, Cabrewing or Killer's birthday party or going out of town. But just like <laughs> a, a influx of being around people is is a little weird and. The email came out about, you know, doing a, a station activity as a group. So we gotta, gotta do that too. So lots of <laughs> activity going on. Y'all know me, man. Y'all know me.
1: You get Once some I party, get ready, man.
2: Yeah. Y'all know how I get down.
1: Hello. Oh, my my name out. is I'm Kevin.
2: Name tags yeah. coming soon. Coming soon. Nah, them niggas don't be up. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> but probably the number one thing that happened to me this week is, as you guessed it, I bought some more shoes. So
0: <laughs> that brings it's, it's, the number to 43 pairs Uh,
2: this year. I try
1: try this, 74. Turn that number uh, on and try 74.
2: I don't know how many this year. It's not a lot, but it, it's a little something, something. So I went on Sneakers app. I went on Sneakers app. I get the got them sign. I'm hype. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. I'm super hype. And this happens like, I want to say like a week ago. My brother had won the exact same pair, so we both fight. Both but yeah, man, we won. We're we, we on a winning streak. We're back. We're doing it. And come to find out, they're sending me a size nine. I wear a 10.5. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that don't know, on Sneakers app, it saves your size so you mm-hmm. don't have to go click on a size. So I was confused on why I was getting a size nine, which. Happens to be a women's ten and a half. That's how I know it was a glitch in the matrix. But mm. Must give a major league shout out to the wife. She also won a pair, so I am able to keep my pair of shoes.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we out here. I'm out here too.
2: Let's get it. So <laughs> I get the shoes at the house. I call Nike. They're like, let me see if they're in stock. I know they're not in stock. This is a limited shoe. Of course they're not in stock. Oh, sorry, Mr. Washington. They're not in stock, yada, yada, yada. We can send you a label to return them, and it would take four to five business days for us to get the item, and then four to five business days for the transaction to be reprocessed to your credit card, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to just go down the street to the Nike outlet and return them. So I made the trip down to the Nike outlet, returned them on Sunday, and I was listening to the Steelers Patriots game that whole time I was down there. But yeah, man, like this sneaker culture is something else, man, because I am a person that grew up in the days of like the the camping and waiting in line and everything for sneakers. So it really depended on how bad did you want them? Did you want them right. bad enough to show up mad early and stay all types of hours of the night to get to shoe, or now we got mad glitches in the Matrix with these Nike apps and everything like that. Uh oh, we got a guest about to join the pod. My Dukes is on the line. My Ma, Ma <laughs> you are on speakerphone. You are on speaker phone right now. We are taping the podcast as hey! the fella said what's up. The fella said what's up. Can you please tell them how important it is to get this additional booster shot? Oh, yes, because
1: don't think that this is over. I know our president
2: said it's over. It's mm-hmm. not over. There are more variants. More that variants. That are spreading around. You need to get this.
1: The whole time, all the uh, vaccines I got, I never got sick. I didn't really get sick this time. But I usually only sleep for
2: like an hour after.
0: Is rebooting. <laughs> <laughs> three hours I felt human again.
2: So, wow. we get these boosters. Ma, I'm going to call you back after the pod. Okay. All right. So, y'all heard it from my Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, ma man. Dukes. Biden said it was over. It's over. Ain't <laughs> that
2: how it goes? No,
0: no, listen. Ma-, nah, ma Dukes said it wasn't over.
1: It's not yeah. over
2: Trained medical professional right there. But, yeah, that's what was up with me this week, man. Lots of activities at work, sneaker culture, just going to all hell in the handbasket, sending me the wrong pair of shoes. Almost had a meltdown, but shouts out to the wife that she got my pair. And I think, I think I'm only going to get three more pair this year. I'm only on schedule to get three more pairs of sneakers this year. That's it? Yeah, I have been like, I told the wife, if I don't love it, I'm not buying it. So I haven't bought any sneakers on impulse buy this year, and I haven't bought any sneakers I don't love this year. So no more sneakers that, oh, I like those. or oh, those who go dope with this. If I don't love it, I'm not buying it. That is my new goal going forward with sneakers.
0: Now, with folks coming back into the office regularly, that's giving you another reason to get a little flyer than usual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you got an excuse to show off, you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> and, you know, it's fall season. You know, I'm a summer guy. I like the summer, but I can't front, man. I do like hoodies. I like, the, you know, the the weather, the transition a little bit, that in-between weather where you can wear shorts with some hoodies, show off your sneakers a little bit. So, you know, you might still catch me out a little bit, a little bit to go through this collection because I got a couple pairs I need to wear before the weather turns to shit. So, you know, you might catch it well, one time.
1: I was checking the weather for the week and oh. during this week, we are going to hit almost 90
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we are going to hit almost 40.
2: Sounds like Ohio to me.
1: So be prepared for uh, all that comes with that because like Tim like just said, I feel a sniffle and a sneeze and I'm vitamining up and Watering up, I'm about to. My dudes got
2: me wanting to get the booster. About to go get booster. Now she said that this was the first shot that she got that she uh had some side effects for. It. All them yeah. motherfuckers got these side effects, nigga. I was knocked out, <laughs> so I'm gonna yeah. get it. I'm just not gonna get it this week. Yeah, I got shit to do this week. But man, we got to talk about this whole situation that's going on with PNB Rock. PNB Rock, you're not familiar with him. Um, Philadelphia rapper was out there in Cali, went to and I was about to say the Waffle House. Uh Roscoe went to Roscoe's yeah. on the wrong side of town and got his ass killed, man. The Jack Boys mm-hmm. is out here, man. What's all thoughts about this whole situation?
0: Man, the the first part... Oh go ahead, Disney. Go ahead. I was about to say it just seemed like every other month we hear about somebody getting shot. Then uh will TJ did T J just Get well, you know what I'm saying? He was in a coma at one point, like, he yeah, he got, no uh, movement.
2: he got robbed in front of his uh, house in Jersey and uh, was in a coma and uh, everything like that. He recorded a song while he was in the hospital, just dropped a uh, freestyle over 50 cents mini man beat. So he back, but shit, he blessed to still be here, man, because the Jack Boys, yeah, still for sure.
0: Yeah, it's un-
1: unfortunate. Yeah. I was going to say too, like a lot of news breaks as soon as we wrap up the pod. I think that news broke like that day or the fall. It was like that evening or something. I remember seeing something about it and I'm like, man, we just missed that on the pod, but it's happening so much that it's like, yeah. damn, why? Why is this happening to us doing this to us? And like that jealousy thing is just through the roof. And if I'm hurting, you hurting type of, type of mentality is just, it's tough. And, that's the Roscoe that I've always wanted to go to. That's the one they say is the original Roscoe's. It's the one they say is the best. No one that I've ever went ever wants to go to that one. So, <laughs> and, and I hear it's in the hood and it's like, unfortunately that is just being more and more confirmed. And, uh, I hate that they doing this whole blaming the baby mama or whatever, the girlfriend for the, for the post and the location type thing. I'm like, man, if you've ever been to LA, people will really tell you there's certain things and certain colors that you shouldn't wear. If you just want to be out here, you shouldn't be out here looking like you, like you got it unless you really do deal with what come with that. Cause there's a lot of people out there that's don't got it. And there's a lot of people out there that, that need to get it to survive. And it's, it's a, just a different, it's a different beast out there. It's tough. So for him to, to kind of be, you can't blame him for being him and doing what he do. But at the same time, and it's like, they, they are watching you and they are looking for every opportunity they can to put their hands on you and get up out of there and, and do as much as they can to, you know, better themselves. And unfortunately, that involves hurting us. So I just hate, I hate seeing us doing this to us. I hate seeing the, the, the space we in, but, um, I'm not the one that's unfortunately going to be the pioneer that changes it. But if my voice was heard, I would just say, man, we got to do better as a people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you look at cities like LA, Chicago, Atlanta, New York, like these places, the Jack Boys is just at an all time high. I mean Jack Boys is in every city. Like people yeah. gonna take people gonna take from people that have flashy stuff regardless of the fact. Like that's just human nature. But it just seems like in these cities it's just like at a super high. I got a, a homegirl who used to stay in Cali or whatever. And I remember I was going out there for the Ohio, no, I was going out there for Texas USC championship game at the Rose Bowl. So this was like back with Reggie Bush and Vince Young were still in college and everything like that. So it was quite some time ago, but she, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, out in your old city because she actually had moved back to Cincinnati. She's like, Oh, that's what's up. What you going out there for? I was like, Oh, I'm going out there for the Rose Bowl. It's like, Oh, you going to, Oh, you going to be staying at Pasadena? I was like, well, I'm not sure where we going to stay. She's like, well, you better make sure you know, going to stay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause this yeah. is before the days of Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? This is a hotel situation. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, like don't be out here. Just sightseeing. If you're going to be sightseeing, you better stay out there in Pasadena and Hollywood. Don't be, you know what I'm saying? Going, feeling like, Oh man, I feel like going to see what Compton really look like unless you, unless you got your head on the swivel. So Nah, bruh. I didn't see Compton. The closest thing we got to Compton is driving past USC's campus, man. Uh Because that's that's absolutely the worst thing you want to ever get involved in, man. You on vacation and something like that happens to you. But Dizzle, you've been out to Cali before, right?
0: Yeah. Uh didn't do too much sightseeing. It was raining a lot when we was there. So we was mainly in the Airbnb. Um, I mean we we got some stuff to eat walked around where we was at and yeah that's something that you you got to be aware of knowing what colors you can wear what you shouldn't wear what streets you don't need to be going down and it's LA so mm-hmm. everything look good you see the palm trees you know not knowing mm-hmm. they right there waiting and plotting and best believe they can spot out-of-towners you know they, they know what you look like and they know you're not from there so yeah. be, care- be careful with the Airbnbs, like you said, because you think your street is cool, but the one one or two streets over might be the jump spot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean,
2: shoot, Pop Smoke. saying Pop Smoke was out there in mm-hmm. L.A. recording an album, staying at a nice Airbnb in the hills or whatever. They saw he posted where he was at on his Addy and everything mm-hmm. like that, pulled up and took what he had and took his life.
0: And his wasn't even, he didn't tag the location. I think they saw something that had the address in the background. Like, nobody had to pause it, rewind it, get that still footage, and and got him that way. So it's like, they they definitely watching.
2: And shit, right on the heels of that, T. Grizzly out there in L.A., his home got broken into. And then before that, P&B Rock, if I'm not mistaken, that weekend, he was out there for T. Grizzly's wedding. So, like, it just Mm -hmm. seems like being in entertainment, being a rapper especially, is just, like, a dangerous profession right now, man. Because, I mean, part of the thing that comes with being a rapper slash entertainer is, you know, the gaudy jewelry, the 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 flashy lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? You go get it, and motherfuckers gonna want to take it from you. Like, I don't know if too many motherfuckers is out here trying to jack Lupe Fiasco or J. Mm -hmm. Cole you know what I'm saying? These niggas is <laughs> regular dressed as hell. All their money is in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, is, is that the wave? Is that the way we got to be? Is that the way rappers got to be to be safe out here in the streets? That's
1: the wave I would be on. <laughs> I know that. You see me, I'm recording the pot in an the edible shirt, baby. I'm not here just <laughs> living my life. You know what I'm saying? Or just- I would just, uh, I I couldn't see myself even, being, being the age I am now, if I was 20, you have this conversation, I could see how you pick a few lanes and just figure it out. But when you hit the 40, the 40 mark, I couldn't see myself just all of a sudden spending $12,000 on a shirt or some jackets or like these numbers that be spending it'd be so crazy that I'd just be like, man, I could pay these bills for six months off of that shirt. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the Jack boys is thinking when they trying to come get you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you got, I can go flip this and
0: Help my life. And that's what they are. It's yeah. crazy. And the shooter, I don't think they they didn't capture him. I mean, they still looking. They don't know who the driver was. They still figuring it out or did y'all hear anything?
2: I haven't heard no. anything. I haven't heard capturing anybody yet.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, like you said, it, it's, it's rappers because I don't be hearing country singers getting robbed left and right, getting shot and slain in the street. Left and right, or do y'all hear anything? Because I, no. I, I don't hear it.
2: No. What's the What's the one brother country singer? Kane,
1: Kane Brown.
2: Kane Brown. He He gonna be the only one. <laughs> my next <laughs> <my, my> brother. <laughs> <laughs> he out here <laughs> jewelry. He He dressed like a rapper for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely with the shits, man. But definitely want to share thoughts and prayers, and you know that. That phrase gets old, man. But shoot, man, the man did have kids, yo. Yeah, crazy, sad. crazy, crazy, sad. crazy. No easy way to transition from something like that to talking sports, man. Something as meaningless as sports. But uh, right now, the Cincinnati Bengals are zero and two. So, Killer, how you feeling,
1: man? I am not. So we gotta figure this out, but I don't have the answer. So I'm gonna ask y'all. Uh, I'm not a fan of preseason. I'm not a fan of players not really getting no really action until week one, right? So I don't know what the answer is, but I think we are really showing our O-line is terrible. Burrow being sacked, they said, I want to say four-plus sacks in six or seven straight games or something. It was some number that was (laughs)
2: astronomical.
1: Yes, yes.
2: I, I have an observation on Joey Burrow. My observation is this. A great Hall of Fame quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, he was sacked a lot because he held onto the ball a lot to make big plays. Yeah. Another great quarterback, Russell Wilson, gets sacked a lot because he holds onto the ball to make big plays. That is one of Joe Burrow's problems why he gets sacked so much. The other reason why he gets sacked so much, especially these first two games, he just went first two of the top three pass rushers in the NFL, T.J. Watt in the Pittsburgh Steelers and Michael Parsons from the Dallas Cowboys. So I think it's like a combination of all those. I don't think we can just simply say, all right, the offensive line, it stinks. They're just me and you out there blocking. Like, they're going up against the best pass rusher in the NFL last year's Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt, and probably this year's Defensive Player of the Year, Michael Parsons. And he holds onto the ball because he's got two great wide receivers and a really good wide receiver. And he knows if they make one extra move, eventually they're going to break open and be a big play. They led the yeah. league last year in big plays. Big plays are defined as plays over 30 yards. The Cincinnati Bengals led the entire national football league in those plays. And part of that is because Joe Burrow had gone to the ball. So you sometimes you got to take the good. With the bad, so I think that a lot of people are like, "Oh, the offensive line stinks." Well, it's a give and take. You want these ADR bombs, you might <laughs> have to take a couple of these sacks too, Pause.
1: Yeah, but I the one thing I think is missing is the meat and potatoes of the offense. Like, of course, we all missed the, the, the flashy and the flare, but like they are just struggling to just complete drives. They get they get to the red zone, the, something. Like, it's just been a lot of just stuff um looks like they fixed the long snapper issue kicker played pretty good game but uh all in all man I just like you said I feel like everybody says you got a you know terrible percentage of making the playoffs when you're 0-2 man at this point we just gotta win the division you know what I'm saying and the division is wide open you know what I'm saying as uh as much as uh I was talking to smoke these first two weeks we both agreed after watching the steelers Bengals game that either both our teams are going to be pretty good this year or both of them are going to be pretty trash this year. Because after watching that and now this week, okay, now it's time to start. We had two weeks to get into it. It's time to figure it out from here on out. But I ain't expecting us to go on no run either. So I think it's just going to be a grind-out year. You're to have to show that you deserve to be the AFC champs.
2: It's a long Shout out season. out to my fellow Pittsburgh Steelers fan, Smoke, uh, I'm sure he listens to the pod. Bro, Steelers are going to be trash this year. We're going to be absolutely trash. (laughs) Offensive line, trash. Offensive coordinator, trash. They running a trash scheme for Trubisky. Let Trubisky move, man. We just trash. Great defense. Trash offense. We're going to be trash this year. Bengals, they still got a shot. But, Dizzle, you were saying it's still early.
0: Very early. Still a long season. Well, it was just last year when the Steelers was undefeated and then just blundered two at the end ago. of the no, two, two years, years ago. ago. So, you know, things change. They only 0 2. They got fifteen more games to play. Man, it's a learning process. Like you said, they just gotta do enough to get the division and hopefully by then they've made some corrections and they're healthy. So Yeah. But
2: Dizzle but Dizzle, you don't have a team now. You on, you, you root for all the black QBs. The last time hey, I checked Joe burrow with my brother. This week,
1: you sounded real strong
2: today just now. don't let that hey, Yeah, he, he was representing for the squad.
1: Yeah, I appreciate
0: that. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, who, who, who was playing good ass game? Ravens versus the, who was it? Look at the Dolphins. talk about it.
2: Talk about it. I went it. to
0: sleep. I thought this shit was over. Bro, I took oh, a man. nap at halftime, and I woke up at the end of the game, and I and I missed it. I saw the highlights, and I got Tua on my bench. Ooh,
1: Ooh. and he had a career yeah. six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. I gotta, I gotta show y'all. This, this is a different league. Hold on, let me turn off this background. I gotta show y'all this, man. It's hilarious. We um, don't care
2: about that league. We care about <laughs> the league that I'm, I'm beating hey, currently. It's
1: not over. It's not over. <laughs>
2: You gonna get one little game out.
1: from Diggs. Can you see that score right there? Is that seven hundred? Oh. Yes. What kind of points, is y'all? On? So let me bring. Let me show y'all this because it's just it's just crazy to me. Lamar Jackson got four hundred and twenty-six points. I had Cooper Cup and Tyree Hill. Those three <laughs> had like six hundred of my seven hundred points in this league. How the hell they, they allow you to get them both dudes on the same team? And it was just all a draft. It was just, I kept looking like, well, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them. So Damn. that's my. How many, how many folks in that league? It's my family. It's like 10 of us. But we've been doing this for like 10 years now. So that they, I expected a little more out of it. But I, <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had the highest score by like 400. And It just keeps mm. up. It ain't, no, it ain't no looking back. But I'm only down by, I'm only down by uh, not, not even 30. You know what so i you, You're doing all right. That's Kevin Mm. me right now.
2: So Yeah, I mean, you had a great performance from the boy, uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, three Cuggies passing, one rushing, three hundred yards, passing, another hundred yards rushing. So where do y'all come down on that game, man? Because obviously the Ravens were up thirty-five to fourteen going into the fourth quarter and end up blowing that lead, man. Is this on Lamar? Is this on the coach? Is this on the defensive coordinator who is this loss on this on everybody. I
1: say everybody everybody you can't you can't that's college shit like that don't happen in the NFL you don't you don't blow 21 point leads in the fourth quarter I don't care if you the second string coming in you still got a check every week that's way better than 95% of the world that you live in you know what I'm saying like you better you better be able to secure that and, and, and play your part and it was all big plays it was all blown coverages. It was all missed assignments. It was just all a bunch of dumb shit. It was just happening. And Waddle, Tyreek, and... Hey, that's
0: my nigga. I, I, like, it. I like how he got, got that I Waddle one.
1: <laughs> that's up there on my favorite celebration dance. Yeah. So that's that's picking up steam. But I was just... That game, the Browns game, it was a bunch of games that just had a bunch of, like, nah, man, you that's not supposed to happen.
2: Okay, so here's the question. The main question about the NFL. Talk about the Ravens blowing that big lead in the fourth quarter. The Cleveland Browns are up 13 points. Nick Chubb takes it around and scores another touchdown to push the lead to 13. The kicker misses the extra point. So they're only up only i use quotation marks, only up 13 points with a minute 55 to play.
1: (laughs) The New York
2: Jets with Joe Flacco, Wacko Flacco as I call him, go down there, blown coverage, Corey Davis gets behind the defense, get the onside kick, which never happens. Then former Ohio State Buckeye Garrett Wilson catches a slant touchdown, make the extra point, ultimately end up winning the game. Then you have the Cardinals and the Vegas Raiders, Going to overtime, Hunter Renfro fumbles not once but twice, gets blasted by his former teammate from Clemson, scoop and score the other way. Which is the most egregious loss to have? I'm going to say
1: the Browns. And it's, <laughs> it's because of that damn leprechaun. They, they put that damn leprechaun in the middle of the field from the 40s. Talking about some old old logo. You don't want them old vibes. That leprechaun, they lose three, four straight. That leprechaun coming up. in the nineteen
2: forties. Wait, what are you talking about? They have no. a new. You ain't never. See, you ain't seen it, Dizzle. See so it? they got a. They
1: got a logo now in the middle of the field for the first time in like ever in my time.
0: The Browns. <laughs> Let me look it up. Yes. I ain't seen it, and I, ain't, I definitely ain't watching the Brown. Really. But
1: I will also say to finish that off, Kev, the Arizona Cardinals do that. I don't know if he scored that touchdown. They never showed the real angle, bro. They never, didn't want to show us that gotta, high line, I, I,
2: kingdom. Here you go.
0: They didn't want to. Sh- Shit. Can you see it? Hell nah. That's it, blurry as hell.
2: Oh, I got the. Hold on. Let me see. I think I blurred my background on. Let me see. Unblur background. How about that?
0: Oh.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: The
1: random random ass logo. They keep losing. You,
0: you, you, you got you to get the leprechaun off the field. Is that what you're saying?
1: Because <laughs> that was the first game they put it on there. For them to lose a game like that, mm. that's a little, I don't know. The football guy is talking to me.
2: So. Wow. Scared out here blaming the fans. All types of shit. Tyler so Murray got punched when he left the, left the field. Yep. Punched by what? The fans. Yeah, uh damn, got raped across the face from a Raiders fan.
0: They got to do better, man. They got to do better. I was about to ask y'all this. Have y'all developed any uh all-hate players, like folks that y'all watch, just to make sure they lose? <laughs> um...
1: Because because Baker
0: Mayfield lost again to the Giants is all I'm <laughs> all I'm getting at. <laughs> he
1: was up there for a minute, to be honest, and he's my fantasy quarterback. But I do not fuck with Tom Brady like that, bro. Mm. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is not one of my favorite. I know he's an all time great. That don't you know? So was Jordan and Kobe and Kareem and a lot of people didn't like them. There's certain teams that just don't fuck with them either. So it's yeah. just it's one of the things where he's he, my entire adult life, um, he has been playing football. Yeah. And he has took me from parties where I was talking big shit. He took me to times where I thought it was over and he always braided that thing up out of there and I'm looking like the fool. Too much to where I just don't fuck with him no more because he has really hurt me. Like he has, <laughs> he has, he has left me like dude from Friday, like he you going know, cry in the car. Like I was talking big shit during that Atlanta Super Bowl to my, all my military friends that was fucking with New England. And fourth quarter, boy, they was trying to FaceTime me. We ain't FaceTimed ever in life. Like it was bad. It was bad.
2: I smell, nigga. <laughs> I don't necessarily do that in the NFL. I kinda do it in the NBA because the NFL is such a team sport. But, like, I normally, and I say normally, I really worry about my team, because if we handle our business, we're going to be exactly where we want to be. But I can't sit here and act like I ever root for the Browns. And it's not because my (laughs) wife is a Browns fan or my dad is a Browns fan or my father-in-law is a Browns fan or my uncle is a Browns fan. It's really because Justin is a Browns fan. That's really why. I mean, when you are on the radio with somebody for three hours a day, five days a week, you're, we're in this, we're together 15 plus hours a week. And this mofo will not stop talking about the Browns, the Browns, the Browns. The, this is why they uh, lost. It isn't this player's fault. It isn't this fault. It's because of this. If it's this, is this. And they're doing us running. They're cheating us. So I started to feel like I hope they lose every game just so he'll get <laughs> so fucked up. So yeah. I, I, I got to that place.
1: I'll honestly say, though, his block field goal during the week one uh Bengals-Steelers game in his living room that he did was top five of things I've seen in my life. I was cracking up at that shit. That shit had me weak.
2: <laughs> and, and to your point, Killer, he hates on the Bengals so much, I find myself yeah. kind of like, all right, come on, Bengals. Come on, man. Y'all <laughs> Obviously not against my team, but, you right. know. It it does have me feeling that, like I said, man, when you're with somebody that often, that much talking, that much sports on a daily basis, and our opinions never line up ever. Yeah, it's so rare that our opinions line up. It's like, all right, man, I, I need you to lose so you can have a mm-hmm, in yeah, your mm-hmm. face. We oh gotta talk about gotta talk about
1: Trey Lance, man. Ooh, El Snapo. First home game,
0: rookie I see year. It. Oh.
1: Uh, so he, he was his... in the strip club, wasn't he? Wasn't he in the club? <laughs> he might have been, but he, he on was. the couch. On the couch now he broke his ankle, man. Like first Bring quarter. Bring him to the house now. Damn. He is donezo for the year. So Jimmy G. Jimmy G is back in the is back in the in the NFL starting lineup. So we'll see how this goes for the forty nine. He played all right.
2: Yeah, as bad as I think the move was trading up for Trey Lance, giving up all that draft capital to trade up for him, the move that they made to keep Jimmy G on their roster was just as, if not more, brilliant because they already had the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Now he's their starter again who's taken them to a Super Bowl and multiple NFC championship games. So the fall off isn't anything. I think the quarterback play for the Niners is going to be that much better. So they, they, they yeah. still good. They still good, man. We can't do this NFL or sports talk without talking about Hall of Famer, former quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre. Mm. Brett Favre Mm. is a fucking scumbag. Yeah, man. For people not aware, man, do your Googles, and I don't think this story is getting enough burn. So Brett Favre has linked up with the governor of Mississippi to steal welfare funds from the state to invest in Southern Miss to build a volleyball arena. Now, his daughter used to play volleyball at the school, yada, yada, yada. But the crux of the story is you're stealing money to pay for a volleyball arena. And you got money. money. You got money. And and (laughs) this is the other thing. Mississippi is the poorest state in the United States. So you're stealing from the poorest of the poor to continue to pour into the rich. And that is exactly why Brett Favre is a piece of shit. And how many people do you think in Mississippi buy Wrangler jeans? It's probably an
1: astronomical number. And I know that money alone could have paid for that damn stadium or whatever arena he was trying to build. And the the text messages that's out there. I mean, this story is not getting a lot of news, that it should be because, I mean, like Kale said, you said it. I mean. It, it, it's hard. It's it's like a slap in the face for somebody with money to be stealing money. Like, like you have every penny needed to provide that whole, whatever they wanted. You could have done that and still have money.
2: <laughs> yeah. Big money. And another thing about Brett Favre, he's been a scumbag and I got to give a shout out to the OG Shannon Sharp. He brought this up on undisputed. And I totally forgot about this. Brett Favre, he was addicted to Oxycontin. Hey, man, he played in the NFL. I'm not going to knock him for that. Other people, man, I'm not going to knock him for that, man. Addiction is addiction, man. You, some people are addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to alcohol. I'm not going to knock him for that. But what I will knock him for is for when he was in the New York Jets, sending dick pics to, uh, uh, an employee and, uh, sending dick pics to, um, massage therapists. So we talk about Deshaun Watson and all his scumbag uh, behavior. Mm-hmm. He did it, too, and he was sending dick pics. And now we got this. He's a scumbag, dog. And yeah. if this was a black man, a black former player, they would be raking him under the coals. But it's Brett Favre, Wrangler Jeans, this, that, and the third. He's a piece of shit. Agreed. Yeah.
0: I ain't got nothing to add to it. I, I need to actually look into this more because I didn't see whatever te- what So it's text messages between him and the-, the governor? Is that what y'all saying? Yeah,
2: the governor of the state. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and he he says something to Ilk of Hey, ain't nobody gonna find out about this. He's like, Nah, they never look at this stuff. And, and then there was it was something else
1: <laughs> and it was something else like wink wink, uh fix this up some more so we can say how many days pre like it was the whole like you could just tell they was on some like uh
2: make this look right please. And it's like Man. Five million dollars, man. Five million dollars so, for poor people. Man. Is this
0: looking like jail time? Or is this looking like a slap on the wrist?
2: Man, look, they ain't going to get that nigga jail time, man. But I bet you all the motherfuckers that took that PVP, them niggas going to get jail time. Right. Facts. That's just horrible. And we got to talk about Robert Solver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury. He's also a scumbag. He has been suspended for the NBA for a year and fined a million dollars. I understand that the NBA is up against it. You can't. Punish somebody like you did old boy with the Clippers by making them sell their team by, mm-hmm. hey man, oh, we're gonna kick you out of the NBA, sell your team. Okay, I'm a billionaire, you just gonna make me even more of a billionaire. And there are also caps on how much you can find people. You can't find people a billion dollars. There's a he's reached the maximum fine amount for ownership. I'm not sure what the NBA really can do in this situation. I just think it's fucked up and I think he just needs to be out of it as a piece of shit.
0: Agree. He lucky ain't no uh, video or no audio.
2: Yeah, it's surprising. In, in the year of 2022 or whenever all this stuff went down, uh, there isn't any, like, audio of it, you know? And I understand what he's arguing is I wasn't calling somebody a nigga. I was just repeating the word nigga because I'm quoting somebody. Like, well, that's not how it works, sir. This <laughs> is not how it works. And his whole... <laughs> His whole argument, his whole defense is, I'm not a scumbag to black people or women. I'm a piece of shit to everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a piece of shit to everybody, that means you're a piece of shit. Get up out of the paint, exactly. exactly. Get up out of the paint, man. So I just wanted to recognize those two pieces of shit. And I know I've been saying that word a lot, so maybe that's my new crutch word, pieces of shit. <laughs> Transitioning to some positive news. Steph Curry. Under Armour, about to lock in a lifetime deal for more than a b-b-b-billion dollars. Mm. I'm a sneakerhead. Dizzle, Mm. you're an aspiring sneakerhead. Do you own any Under Armour sneakers?
0: Not one bit of Under Armour is in this household. (laughs) (laughs) Not a headband, not the (laughs) leggings, not the little tight shirt nothing
1: shooter sleeve
0: nah <laughs>
1: he makes the shoot like steph
0: he don't even wear one <laughs> i will say it was a gutsy move for him to be, start out with under armor them first shoes was ass yeah. they've definitely gotten better i like some of the uh, low
1: tops
0: yeah some of the low tops are sweet now i, I give him that but them first couple of shoes was ass. And it didn't make sense that he was with Under Armour, but it makes all the sense now.
2: Yeah, yeah goddamn billions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouts out to Steph, man. Shouts out to Steph. Now we are in week two of our fantasy football league. How are y'all doing, Dizzle? I know how Killer's doing, He's getting his ass kicked right now by some team. I
1: can't wait. I can't I can't wait till <laughs> seven days go off tonight for three
2: of. <laughs> <laughs> I oh god! I'm
0: about to say. Uh, it's still in reach. He still can come back and beat you.
2: Fuck that. We got, this. <laughs> got this on lock. Diz gonna get two in the first quarter. I'ma start texting. <laughs> I'ma <gonna> block you.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm solid though, man. About to be, uh, two and oh, looking, looking pretty decent, but I, I gotta figure out if I want to ever start Kyler Murray or Tua. Cause they both be, they both be giving me some, some good points, but it sucks seeing Tua on my bench getting 38. I-
1: and how many did Murray have?
0: Twenty five. But then last week it was kind of reversed. Two uh Kyler Murray was going off. So it's a toss. Yeah,
1: that's, up. that's how I feel. I think I got uh let me go to my team. I forget on this is the league I got. Yeah, I got Brady and Lamar. So of course I'm riding with Lamar, but yeah, Brady right. be having them four or five hundred yard games. He's gonna have three or four or five of them where Lamar get twenty and Brady get thirty, and I'm gonna be sick.
2: The thing about Lamar is he can do what he did yesterday. He can have 250 passing, two tutties, and then have another buck on the ground with a tutty. Like, all that shit just add up. Crazy. That's
1: my secret to drafting. uh, I can't wait till I win this league, too, so I can talk shit to whoever said I was the worst. But that's my little little secret is if I got mid-running backs, I must have a mobile quarterback to make up for – the what many points that I give for my running backs in this league, I got seven points from Dylan, and I got zero point one from Tampa Bay's running backs. So eight points in running back out of both of them, and forty two from Lamar evens all that shit out. So Damn,
2: sure. I try to make
1: sure. I try to make sure if if I'm drafting receiver heavy, if I'm going that route, or whatever route I'm going, my running backs from light. I need an Allen. I need a Murray. I need a I need a Jackson. I need somebody that's going to be moving around that can have those hundred hundred yard rushing, two three hundred yard passing games. Yeah. You know, very important.
2: Absolutely, man. But Dude. I. Oh, go ahead.
1: Now I'm about to say I, I'm happy where I'm at. You know, I had I had a good week one. It's the battle of the one and between me and Ken. So no matter what. I'm still one and one, at, even on the L. So I know it's half, two or three or four of them going to be 0 and 2. So I ain't in the bottom of the barrel. So as long as I, as long as I make the playoffs, I got to fight to get some money back. You know, that's, that's all I care about.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, i hats and tats versus the City Nation. Now we are here. We're doing big things, man. Quick hitters. Quick hitters Where we slide up out of here, man. Obviously, they have the newest feature on the iPhone. Have y'all updated y'all iPhones yet?
0: i did i'm
1: i'm the worst at that because early on in my dj career i updated my laptop too fast and was blocked out of my dj program for like two and a half three weeks and had to cool. figure out how to get around gig it was terrible so i'll wait to that to that point point three point four with the bug fix paragraph that's the one i that's the one i go after when it's when it's time for the bug fixes and they worked out the kinks I always check with my Serato platform to make sure I ain't doing nothing stupid. But uh, my laptop is on an older operating system, and my phone will never be updated until it's, like, super clear. So I'm the worst at that. But the whole family is ooh and on ah right now, I tell you that.
2: Yeah, I like the new layout. I like the new layout. It seems like it's a brighter screen and everything like that, but everybody buzzing about the unsend feature. You can send a text and send, grab that bitch right back out from the Matrix. <laughs> but what I don't like about it what I don't like or I I can't find the setting is it notifies the person that you unsent the message. So it's still basically, hey, what did you send me? It said you did you so the but, hey,
1: but that's cool though cuz if they reply back, what did you say? What I said was and now you fixed it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you there you it. go. <laughs> you see, <laughs> see, see that's why you're here. That okay, yeah, good. Good one. I'm going to put that in my <laughs> memory bank that's smart thinking see i'm i'm see i'm a terrible liar i'm a terrible liar and my mom who listens to the pod knows i'm a terrible liar because she used to catch me in lies all the time as a kid so i'm a terrible liar so thank you for giving me a lie that i can use that i can i'm not i'm not heart. a great liar or nothing but that, that was like good that. that was good that's it's good like that's an excuse. it's a good yeah. excuse how about that
1: this is how my brain's wired
2: i like that i like that man that's pretty dope man so i'm not even sure i actually talked about this on the radio today and i wasn't even sure if i could say it a tractor full of dildos and lubricant (laughs) spilled over the highway in oklahoma now on the radio i said a truck full of sex toys but you know this is you can't make this up podcast we can say whatever we want so yeah killer you've been out in oklahoma before you ever seen some sex toys on the highway no, and, and that, that would it a massive traffic jam
1: because there is nothing. In between <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, and Lawton are like the three main cities in Oklahoma. Uh, Lawton is where I was stationed. It's about an hour from Oklahoma City and about an hour and a half from Tulsa from Oklahoma City. So, in between there is the plains. It's nothing.
2: Ain't it the HBCU in Lawton?
1: And so, uh, Langston University is in, uh, well, Langston is in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Um, there's a Cameron University. It might be an HBCU, but if it is, it's a really small one. Like, like smaller than Wilberforce Small. But I don't, I don't think it's an HBCU. I think only Langston is an HBCU. In Oklahoma. Okay. That's what's up.
2: Before we slide up out of here, of course, we got to talk about Raising Canaan. Dizzle? Yeah. Raising Canaan, your thoughts?
0: <sighs> hey. I've been watching Game of Thrones, and them episodes have been kind of wild. I'ma need raising Kane to to step up that wild. So, so I'm gonna this go. week
2: was wild enough. Nah, bro. That nigga yoked out. He did with the extra With the extra yeah.
0: He is the most disposable character on the show.
2: Left that nigga ring around the collar, yo.
0: He's the most disposable <laughs> character on the show. I need something, I need something, something bigger, man. Cause how many nah, episodes I'm, I left? Three?
2: Four? Four, probably. And I'm glad you brought that up. Stars, y'all on that bullshit. Because yeah. I went and purchased Stars because I got sick of watching it on the stream links. I was scared I was going to get a virus on my computer or something like that. So I went and got Stars this year. They are going on like a two, three week hiatus for Raising it. Because they just dropped the news that BMF season two is dropping in January. So they're about to try to stretch this shit out to keep on getting my $8.50 every month. So I see what y'all are doing stars. I'm about mm-hmm. to go back to watching the Dizzle style. Pause.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I must say is Kev, you had me looking in the episode previous for, for Lou. I was trying to figure out what was going to happen. Who was about to <laughs> So then I realized what Lou did, you know, getting rid of his niece's track and you know all that stuff. So so I was uh I was make sure I did my homework this week. So that's why we had a little late start, 'cause I I started this morning, but I had to get to work. So I had to finish up the episode and I will say the action had increased. I was uh I was worried for uh Famous. I thought Famous was gonna be in the pen for a minute. <laughs> um my my favorite uh most disposable character is the white cop she the one that's getting on my nerves <laughs> she she's she just uh they had a random sex scene no one's checking for them no one's trying to see you know they had the random sex scene out of nowhere that's one thing 50 and these shows do all the time that have me cracking up is like minute 32 it'd be the random sex scene out of nowhere and this week it was them, and it was like, man, y'all. I've been in like four episodes in like two seasons, like, like that was that was a little trash. But um, I think I think from here on out it has to it has to get going because that's why they're taking the hiatus because they know these next three episodes people are gonna be dying, people are gonna be, you know, life altering shit about to happen to them. And so, I'll I'll take this as a has a soft season two of the wire, you know. I'll take this as you know, still a good season. Some some good's gonna happen, so it's not over yet. But I do feel you on the it ain't it ain't enough action for what these shows are known for, and uh, the four or five storylines going on that you're talking about all next This is kind of like uh, slow burn. We, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm calling big payoff. We're gonna have major payoff these last three episodes. Big payoff. Wow. So. Mark my words. Mark that, my words.
0: There hasn't been one episode that had me drop my jaw yet. I haven't gasped not once. Mm-hmm. Kanan ain't did shit all season.
2: He beat the shit out, old boy. Right up in the spot with the Thule. And he about to smash that old girl mama, too. About to get him a cougar. Yeah. Yeah. Step <laughs> it up for Kanan. Yeah! I'm gonna
0: need to step it up <laughs> There's four episodes left and ain't ain't shit happened yet, bro.
2: Okay, okay, y'all sure. niggas, this is hard to please. What's going on on the 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 what they call that Dragon Wars or whatever How, the hell they call that House shit?
0: of the Dragon, How to Train a, called, a Dragon. Yeah, that's my it. mom,
2: my mom, aunt, and brother watched that bullshit. Keep the what's going on on there.
0: Action, action, man! I was very skeptical of the reboot. You know what I'm saying? The prequel. I was, I was extremely skeptical, but I have been entertained. I think it's been four episodes so far. It's just been action, man. Everything that you loved about Game of Thrones. I feel like the writers and the folks behind the scenes took the criticism and is actually taking it and improving what they're doing now. Um, so yeah, man, I'm all in.
2: I might. I might give game of thrones another shot in like february when it's super cold outside <laughs> to, i might give it another shot i might
0: and I since ain't
2: i would Mike.
0: since i'm not binge watching it i'm learning the characters names as they should be you know called uh, daenerys you know we got the targaryens uh, you know what i'm saying that's about <laughs> all the names but uh, it's a good show, man. I, I fucks with it heavy.
2: That's what's up. Well, there it is, nice. another episode of UK. I got one more update. Well, go ahead, bro. Go forward. Don't worry. This don't is worry. some.
0: This is some big news. Uh, the student loan forgiveness dates are approaching. So, killer. I don't know, killer. Do you got any student loans?
1: Hell yeah.
0: It's about to be our time, Kev. I already know you. You <laughs> zero balance. You good. Yeah.
2: Zero balance Nash over here. Uh, I paid mine off uh November of 19. So, so right, be- right before the pandemic hit, I was done. I was zero balance. And as the pandemic was ramping up, I got the letters. Congratulations, you paid off your student loan. You are debt-free. And I'm like, damn, can I get that 10 stacks back? Can I get that right. back, my bro? But yeah. it's all good. It is what it is. it is. Because, you know... We hear so much about student loan forgiveness and I've researched it for years and years and years. And most of the time student loan forgiveness only came back for like people that are like in the medical field that have spent big money to not only become doctors, but neurosurgeons and everything like that. And they'll, they forgive their student loans and everything like that. And you Mm -hmm. had to be in a specific field. So the chances of getting my student loans forgiven was slim to none. It was almost like a global pandemic would have to happen for me to get my student loans forgiven. (laughs) You know, I guess I was just trying to be too good of a citizen by paying my shit off, but it is what it is. Congratulations to everybody who got their shit forgiven. Uh, Higher education should not be a business. People should not be in debt for decades upon decades trying to better themselves like that. So, shouts out to everybody who got their shit forgiven. Now, make sure y'all do something responsible with that extra money.
1: Yeah. So when you say
0: date, so are we talking about this We got October
2: <laughs> He said fuck what you talking about nigga
0: <laughs> The application will become available In October, I don't think we got a date Specific date on when it's going to be available But sometime in October um, You want to apply by Mid-November because there's a Four to six week turnaround And if you were paying attention The shit start back up Getting interest payments are about to be back due come January. Yeah. So October the applications available and you want to make sure you apply by the middle of November. Um, four to six weeks turnaround time to let you know hey we got this much wiped out. If you're not at a zero balance by January, it's it's tacking on interest again and you know them rates is not friendly. At all.
2: Yeah. I also say it's bullshit that any. Military veteran has to pay to go to college. They should go for absolutely free. It shouldn't be like no loans or whatever. They should just show up to whatever school the fuck they want and say, hey, here go my uh, my discharge and everything like that from the military. When classes start? And they should be able to walk in and do that shit off the rip. Fuck that. Or
1: at, or at worst, the GI Bill truly cover the cost of school. Or they could do get- that. If you're going to give me a GI Bill, but I I can't really afford to go to school off of a GI Bill, it's kind of like I I need some help to get to school. So, one or the other, please. One or the other.
2: (laughs) For sure, man. Good luck to everybody. Hope everybody get their shit canceled for however much they owe. Let's make sure everybody out here living debt-free, man. For sure. You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash.
1: DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle.
2: We out till next week.
1: Peace you know-